Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. And you know what? Today I'm going to talk about hitting that reset button. You guys got to hit the reset button on a lot of things in your life. What's working? What's not working? You know, COVID was probably the single greatest thing that could ever happen in my life. No, I never got COVID. And, I prob- I, and I'm pretty sure I'll never get COVID because, of course, I take all the precautions. But I'm talking about in terms of my career. Like, what was I doing with my life? What was I trying to accomplish? You know, and so I remember the discontent started sitting in because I'm like, well, there's a lot of discontent in terms of where I work out. Okay, there's a lot of discontent with me going to this place every Saturday and Sunday doing the same fucking thing. There's a lot of discontent with me, you know, not getting these online clients. And, you know, COVID just made me when everything shut down, it was a beautiful time to reflect. Obviously, yes, going through the transformation program. Obviously, yes, going back through another life coaching program where I'm becoming more productive and efficient throughout the day. Yes, all in all, all of that, you know, in saying all of that, I was able to look back on everything and see what is important, what is not. Who is real, who is fake? Who's there for them and who's there for me? You should have been able to evaluate your, your situation, your, uh, your relationships and everything over the course of these last four months. So if we look at the wheel of life, if I look at the people who I used to work for, man, I dropped them like hot tamales. There were a lot of people where I was like, you know what? You guys didn't look after me. You know, and then they came back and said, hey, we have this company. I blocked them. I have self-worth. You know I could never work for you again after how you did me and how you just take away shit and never give it back to me. I'm done with you guys. You know, looking at all the other little side jobs and the banks that I used to do, I'm done. I don't want to do that anymore. I have too much self-worth. That's a waste of time. That doesn't, that doesn't commit to the, the beginning with the end in mind like Stephen Covey would say. That's not my ultimate goal anymore. I had to reassess everything. What did that get me? What did all the functions and everything get? Yes, doing the presentation next month. That's still going to go through because that builds up my reputation. Absolutely. But in saying that, looking at everything else that has come and gone, has anyone tried committing and like, you know, establishing a lifelong relationship with me over the course of last year? No. Those people who I met at the banks and I met at the other companies, have they tried, you know, have they been listening to my No. Do they care about me? No. Did all those fake relationships and me trying to develop relationships with people who didn't really give a fuck, did that work? No. If I look at even, um, you know, the flimsy relationships. So, again, like I told you, I started going on class. I got on class pass, which, you know, allows me to go to different gyms and, you know, get myself out of the comfortable zone because – I realized that the people I've been working out with and the people who I invest in, the people who I would give my energy to every morning, the people who I would make laugh every morning, and they didn't give a fuck about me. So what the fuck am I doing trying to be all hunky-dory and nice with these people? Fuck that. I'm good. So, okay, again, this is me reflecting. How do I feel with working out with those specific types of people? Well, I don't like doing it anymore. I don't like being in there with the girls who are just high so as fuck and they're very snobbish and they're very rude and they have those tights and I don't like being around that anymore. So Arsenio, what are you going to do going forth? Well, I don't think I'm going to join those gyms anymore. I'm good. I could just work out on my own because I'm happy when I work out on my own. 
I don't have to look to my right and see this this girl trying to get attention and, you know, these people with these fake rela- – I, I, I don't want to – no, no. They're undeserving of my energy. I give off too much beautiful energy. So COVID made me assess that being in these gyms, whereas there's a personal trainer, we work out in a group and, you know, there's music going on. I don't want to do that anymore. Sure. Okay. I'll check out my friend's newly opened gym. That's going to be coming up sometime this month, but I'm going to check it out on a, I'm going to check it out like on an off peak hour and I'm not going to commit to a long-term contract because obviously I'm not here in Bangkok that often anymore. So if I look at my friends, you know, you got to assess your friends. So I assess my, you know, I assess my workplace. I assess where I would work out in terms of my health. You know, me committing to myself and getting the personal development and everything and going on these nice runs and breaking my own personal records. Because to be honest with you, when I stand in the mirror butt-ass naked, you know, not to try to give you guys anything visual, but when I stand there, uh, you know, butt-ass naked and I'm looking at my body, it looks the same as if when I was working at that, working out at that gym. So what the fuck is the point of working out at that gym? There's no camaraderie, and that's basically what you go for, right? Oh, well, I go to, you know, do this, do that. Yeah, but I mean, again, that means you don't have, uh, people just don't have that discipline to work out by themselves. So that's what I'm trying to establish myself as, putting myself in a very uh, precarious position that I have to push myself mentally by myself. I don't need anyone else. So looking at my friendships, I got, guys, I already told you that the majority, uh, no, no one in America, I don't consider them friends. Those are just acquaintances. They come and they go. I don't speak to them on a routine basis. Hell, I kicked a lot of them out before COVID even happened. You know, like the dental hygienist that came from, you know, America to visit. I just literally blocked her because she didn't. She wasn't interested in actually meeting me. Fuck no. She wasn't interested in a friendship or anything. Get the fuck out of here. You know, even my long-term, you, you know, my long-term friend. Well, I would, I would say my childhood friend. I don't really care about him because, again, we had uh, uh, different views of the Black Lives Matter. I felt like I never said... That only black lives matter. I said black lives should be included with all lives. That what we were, that's what we were trying to say. He hurry up and jumped and said, oh, well, the looting, the looting. I'm like, dude, you're just like the supremacy, bro. And so I'm like, well, I, I mean, it's not like I hate the guy now, but I could really I could give two shits. I know who was there for me. So throughout this process, I'm going to give a shout out to, of course, one of my closest friends, Dew. She was there for me. She was the one that was like, okay, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to give my shout out to Mira. She was another person that was there for me that just kept pushing me along and along and along. And when it came to work, those women who ended up opening up shop and now I got work, you know, obviously Tuesday through Thursday coming up almost every single uh, week of the month. I'm giving all my graces to them because they helped me significantly in terms of my salary through, uh, every month. Now, everyone else, I really don't give a fuck about. It made me assess who is true. Who is really true to you is what I'm asking you. Who has been there for you, both in the bad and the good? Because in saying that, when everything, oh, and I'm, I'm, listen, I got developing relationships that are just blossoming right now. And, and sadly enough, you know, relationships that I started developing back in 2018, uh, 2019, uh, they're no more. So again, you guys already know that I went through that healing session and I hurry up and purged all those people because I felt like they were just there, but they were no longer committed to, you know, uh, uh, developing that relationship. So I'm like, you know what? Goodbye. I can't do this anymore. Goodbye. And so that's what was so important for me because 
Once I did that, I started allowing myself, hey, I met an African-American from Wisconsin who now owns her own business in Georgia. She has, no, 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 not Atlanta, Georgia, the country, Georgia. I have that. I have these other relationships that are beginning to come up. I'm meeting people on LinkedIn. I'm developing my efficiency and meeting a whole lot of other people who are interested in my services. This couldn't have happened if I didn't go through the healing session. In terms of my money, I'm not committed to those assholes, you know, that have my visa and work permit. No, you get Saturday, you get Sunday. That's it. I don't want any of your bullshit work throughout the week. No, thank you. Because you guys didn't look out for me in March, April, May, or June, especially with my visa. You just didn't give a fuck. So I don't give a fuck about you or your pockets. So in saying that, I've been able to reassess the relationships, the friends, uh, the co-working relationships. Um, you know, obviously the only co-working relationship that really means anything to me is the guy from Ghana, because again, we spoke sparingly throughout the process and we shared each other's pain, not in a pity party, but in a vision party. Like what are we learning through this process? So I'm very, very grateful for him because he allowed me to understand how can I develop and how can I make money outside? Do you guys understand what I'm saying? There are just too many people who people who are going to go through this pandemic and they're going to come out of it the same person. Now, uh, now, again, a lot of you right now, okay, a lot of people believe like in America, be like, hey, once this pandemic is over, that pandemic is an, no, it's never going to end. You have another year with that pandemic, another year. But right now, Japan, Taiwan, Hong Kong, unfortunately, Hong Kong for all the wrong reasons, right? Um, Vietnam, Cambodia, we're over that pandemic. Now, did you learn anything from that pandemic? And I learned what my self-worth was. Now, that's going to be an entire new podcast because, again, Trent Shelton made me realize a couple of things with his quotes within that. My self-worth is more important than uh, – I, I just think I was devaluing myself and giving too many pieces of me away, ultimately me having an empty soul in the end. This is what happened when I joined those gyms. Now, by all means, it was great doing the CrossFit, but I don't feel like I want to go back there anymore. I don't want to go. I I just don't want to be around those folks anymore. I don't want to be around fake relationships anymore. I don't want to be around a fake environment anymore. I don't want to be around people who aren't real anymore. I just can't do it anymore. I need to be around people who are real. So this is why I work out by myself. This is why I have my own discipline. This is why I'm nurturing the relationships that I've developed through COVID because those are the most important relationships. So everyone else before that, and the people and the people before that that weren't with me during it, I don't give a fuck about you guys. And that's what you need to understand, people. Your self-worth, if you go back to the same person you were before, and if you go back to being that same person that everyone thought you were, you're literally not giving yourself the freedom to build upon your own conscious, build upon your own personal development, build upon the person that you want to become. I've learned extra, and this is, you know, do you make me, uh, she pointed this out. She's like, I'm really sad. And I'm like, why are you sad? She's like, well, I've seen what you've transformed through from March all the way through July. It's unbelievable. Honestly, these last four months have been more transformation in the previous seven years and especially the previous 30 years of my life. Why? Because I committed to it. I've committed to lifelong learning, but I've also committed to literally transforming my life. The things that weren't working anymore, I wanted to face that. 
through the transformation program. The things like in terms of productivity, I needed to face that. So that's why I ended up having, you know, Mira on as a life coach and she's coaching me through this process. You know what I mean, man? So when is enough? That's what I'm asking you. When is enough enough? This is a very, very important aspect of all life. Because those same people who didn't give a fuck about you through the process, if you go back to them, you didn't transform whatsoever. If you go back to that same job, you didn't understand that there were 40 million people unemployed out there in America. If you go back to that same job that just laid you off for two months, you still didn't understand. If you're that flight attendant and you're like, oh, I'm just going to wait for, you know, traveling to open up next year. Jesus Christ, you didn't learn a fucking thing, did you? So that's what I'm just trying. I'm just trying to give you that enlightenment through all those eight categories, personal development, my career. I'm more laser eye focused than ever. I'm committed to that lifelong, that lifelong, you know, me just understanding and building upon everything. You know, when it comes to my physical environment, I got very, very uncomfortable. I live in Korat now. I live in different places and it's very, very exciting now. You know, I met a whole bunch of different people and I, but you know, put myself in a position where, ooh, this is really cool. Oh my God, there's music. Okay, how can I, you know, fight some of these demons that have been lingering within me for such a long time? And so I had to learn self-control and, and, and uh, the self-control I didn't have before. So again, to sum that up, guys, these are things that you should be doing on a routine basis. And after COVID, what COVID has taught me, no more fake relationships. No more. If you're not real, you're not real. If you talk to me every month, I'm going to message you like two months later. Like, the, you know, I, I have a, nur- uh, a nursing, uh, what is it, acquaintance that I had from uh, college. I don't consider her a friend whatsoever. She comes around every now and again. I think she messaged me on my birthday. You know, that was two months ago. She'll probably message me within the next two, three months. I've already sent her all the voice messages. But she just doesn't care. People who are true to me, Deepta, she's one that's true to me. Anyone who's on my WhatsApp, they're very true to me. That's it. The Facebook page, I really don't give a damn about because I, you know, I message people every now and again. But, you know, those people before COVID, I can't fuck with you guys. Not anymore. Please make a note to yourself. If you didn't change, what can you change now? You know that there's a lot of bullshit that's lingering around in your life right now. I'm just telling you to take that first step to start trying something new over and out.